0: Okay guys, today we'll be talking about a very interesting passage in Genesis 3 and 21 concerning when God took Adam and Eve and clothed them with animal skins. Now let's look at the verse, at verse 21, then we'll go back and lay some contextual history over the verse for further examination. So let's look at the verse, Genesis 3 and 21. The Lord God made garments of skin for Adam and his wife and clothed them. All right. And that's the particular verse that we want to concentrate on. And it seems peculiar for God to act this way because we know that earlier Adam and Eve had made coverings for themselves. But before we get into all of that, let's go very briefly and do a little contextual history and let's look at some earlier verses to kind of get us to where we are today. Now we know that in the beginning God created the man and then he made the woman for the man. And after that, we also know, or should I even say correctly, before the actual creation of the woman, God made the man, he gave him a command, Genesis 2, 15, and said that of all the trees of the garden you can eat, Fine, but the one that's in the midst of the garden of knowledge and evil, do not eat or you will certainly die. And this was the command that God had left the man with. And when we finally finish the picture of man and woman's creation, everything is wonderful and hunky-dory. And that's when we're gonna go to Genesis 2 and 25. Let's examine that particular verse. And so, and the man and his wife were both naked and they were not ashamed. Now let's look at here, over in our Hebrew verse, and basically the idea is pretty much the same. And they were the both of them. That is, the first thing that we see in Genesis 2 and 25, notice, and they were the both of them. That is, there is unity between the two of them. What were they? Arumim? They were naked. They were naked. They, they were naked. That is, their physical appearance was naked. The man and his wife, and they were not ashamed. Yith boshashu. They were not ashamed. They were unashamed. That speaks of their spiritual condition. So we see three things that verse 25 highlights for us. It highlights the unity between the man and the woman. It highlights the nakedness or the physical appearance between the man and the woman. And it highlights the spiritual condition of the man and the woman. And sadly, all of these things will be greatly changed forever after the sin. All right. And we already understand and remember the temptation narrative with the serpent being the crafty one who comes and influences the woman uh, to eat of the tree, and the woman therefore influenced her husband to break the commandment of God. And in doing so, their eyes became open. And now let's examine that particular verse, for it also gives us some insight into actually what has happened, what has changed, and Why God responds the way he does. So this verse actually becomes somewhat of a center, a centered verse that helps us understand God's action. Verse number seven. Let's look at it very quickly. Then the eyes of both of them were opened and they knew that they were naked and they sold fig leaves together and made themselves coverings. So what do we see? Their eyes were open, the internal, you know, there was nothing wrong with their eyesight in the beginning. Notice they were both looking at one another in the beginning Then they could see they, that they were nakedness. They had to be able to see in order to find the tree in the first place. So it was not that they were physically blind in the first place, but what it means is when he says that their eyes were open, the internal nature of man and woman was forever changed. And then notice where it says, and they knew that they were naked. They knew they were naked the whole time. But this means that their spiritual disposition was changed. Okay. What that means is when they judged things in the beginning, they judged them from the perspective of having a pure or a holy nature. So basically all that they knew was good, their internal disposition, their internal nature was holy. And therefore they saw things from the perspective of good. But now that they have disobeyed the commandment of God, the internal nature has changed. And therefore their spiritual disposition, their perspective, how they would view things is now changed. And it's now, instead of seeing things from a holy perspective, from the perspective of something being good and only good. Now they see things. So you see the serpent lied, not good and evil. Now they see things from the perspective of evil, Now it is the evil sinful nature that drives their perception of things. And so now they don't see nakedness as a good thing. They see nakedness now as a bad thing, as an evil thing, or to be more precise is from where pornography and base immorality, sexual immorality is now born. So what did they do? Number three, They reacted to cover their own sin, trying to hide their nakedness, trying to hide the evil that they saw, but you could not hide the evil that's in the heart. But nevertheless, what did they do? They acted to cover their sins by sowing fig leaves to cover themselves. But now here's the thing. there's only two of them at first there, Adam is naked and that's and Eve is naked and they're sitting there looking at each other naked. nothing's wrong. So now things have changed. Who are they covering themselves from? It's still just the two of them. that's remember we talked once earlier about the unity that they had. Now that perfect spiritual unity is destroyed. And what do you have now in the relationship between the man and the woman, instead of them being absolutely open to each other? What do we see even now today? They hide and cover from each other. All right. But the key is in verse number seven. That's our little linchpin. Okay. And what did it say they did? Notice what it said. And they made for themselves coverings and that's our key and they made for themselves a cover now let's go to verse number 21 and that's our verse for today here we are so we know that God came he brought all of the participants into judgment he brought the serpent into judgment he brought the woman into judgment and finally he brought the man into judgment and just before he got ready to kick them out of the garden verse 21 the lord god made garments of skin for adam and his wife and clothed them now they already had coverings coverings of leaves so then the question becomes well why did god cover them if they were already covered Let's look at the verse once again, a little bit closer. Notice, and the Lord God made. You see, first of all, what we can see is Adam and Eve made for themselves. But now what do we have? God is making for them. You see, the whole act has to do with the act of their sins. The whole issue has to do with the covering for their sin. And the point that God is trying to make clearly is this, no matter what we do to try to cover for our sins. And the beautiful thing about about the very concept of covering is the Hebrew idea or concept of the word to cover. Do you know what the word to cover in Hebrew actually is? It deals with the principle of atonement of atonement, of of providing atonement. To provide atonement is to provide or give salvation because it gives what? That repentance of something. It deals with the removal, the covering for our sins. And the fact here is that only God can provide a covering for our sin. Therefore, it was not what Adam and Eve did to cover their sins. It's what only God could do. Number two, notice when Adam and Eve provided a cover for their sins, what did they do? They took leaves from a fig, from a fig tree. But when God got ready to provide cover for their sins, notice what he said he gave. He gave, and here's that Hebrew word, or, which is skin. That is the skin of an animal, which meant God. God Notice all of this. And this is in verse number 21. All of these are the actions of God. So therefore God took the animal in order to acquire the skin of the animal. What had to happen to it? The animal had to die. It's blood had to be shed. And from that animal whom God slew, and his blood was shed, God took from that, (laughs) you know I wanted to say sacrifice. He took from that sacrificial act and he provided covering for his man and for his woman. So what do we see? God himself provided the salvation, the means of salvation the means of their covering, and notice what did it take to provide a covering? What did God provide? It was the blood, the skin from the shed blood of an animal. And this is the second picture that we have in Genesis chapter three of the future work of the Messiah, because this same seed, Genesis three and 15, will fulfill the prophetic words of John the Baptist when he saw Jesus coming to him. And notice the language that John used. He said, behold, behold what? The lamb, sacrificial animal, whose lamb? God's lamb. So therefore who is providing the sacrifice? God, behold the lamb of God. And what does he do? Just like he did for Adam and Eve, he takes away the sin of the world. All right. Thanks, guys.